Good morning, uh, everyone. Welcome to another session of Coffee with Louis on Facebook Live, where I have a chat uh, every week with a business owner. Today, I've got the pleasure to have with me Giovanni uh, Patania. Is right? Patania, Patania. Yes, that's what I thought. The director of uh, Windsor Patania Architects, uh, which is a fantastic concept of a design company that works uh, essentially with property investors. But uh, let's hear from Giovanni. Giovanni, thanks very much for being here today with me. And, My pleasure. Uh, Thank you for inviting me. No, uh, you're welcome. Uh, can you just let us know a bit about yourself and your company and of, how it all started? Of course, of course. So I, I obviously Italian. Uh, as you can hear from my accent from Tuscany and I moved to London um, now almost uh, seven years ago and uh, I had the opportunity, I had a fantastic opportunity to start my career in London as an architect working uh, for Apple. Uh, so I was designing, I was in charge of leading the design of an Apple store in Paris and I was part of a team who designed the Apple store in, uh, in Regent Street. So uh, quite, quite important projects, yeah. Uh, after after four years, I uh, I met Ryan, my uh, my business partner, and uh, it has been a sort of enlightening lightning encounter, I would say, because uh, he's an investor, I'm an architect, and we, together we decided to create something unique uh, as a service for developers, yeah, right. uh, which mixes investment expertise with um, with uh, obviously architectural design. Okay, and uh, now our company is three years old, and we have six uh, six staff members and growing. I would say so. Okay. It's, it's going pretty well. It's very good to hear that. And uh, what sort of projects do you do essentially? Uh, I know you are connected more with investment properties, but uh, you cover a bit of everything, isn't it? Uh, yes, so we uh, do obviously we, we cover investment property from uh, smaller schemes like uh, housing multiple occupation as well as smaller flats conversions to bigger schemes because we, I would say we are specialized in working um, on heritage property. So building oh, really? okay. with historical relevance. Uh, in fact, when I was working for Apple, um, we were working on a um, quite old, a 200, 200 years old building on Champs Elysees in Paris, uh, wow. which, what we, yeah, which was all about converting, creating a marriage in between the old and new, and, and this is what we do within our practice. Uh, so we have a, um, a few projects which are on on um, on, on this line. Uh, so we're doing a, a police station conversion, which is a, is an old police station from the 800. We're converted into a 26 bedrooms bed and breakfast. Yeah, uh, there's a project on the, in the northwest. Uh, we are converting uh, an old Methodist church into tw uh, 12 flats. Yeah, right. And uh, we've been recently working on um, a project in Greenwich, the conversion of a Carnegie Library into a mixed-use uh, development. So we, we are always focusing. And really, we are, our team is really passionate, being Italian, uh, on working on, on historical buildings, um, especially with investors. But obviously, we focus as well on heritage, uh, on uh, private residences, yes, such as the ones we are designing in London and in Fulham specifically. We have a, project, a couple of projects in the area uh, where we are we are creating um, the interior design for private residences. Right. 
And uh, do, do, you're talking about uh, some different locations. Do, do you work in a specific area or can be anywhere? Um, so um, our team is remotely based. <laughs> so okay, sure, this, sure. This makes us really versatile. We can of work course. pretty much anywhere. Um, and and uh, eighty percent of the process as an architectural practice happens remotely, so we don't really okay. need to be on site unless the client wants that extra support on site. For some key projects, we we can be more uh, present um, where where detailed design is required. But nowadays we can uh, do design reviews and and key consultant meetings. Um, you know, using platforms like Zoom, you know, or Skype yes, or whatever yeah. Teams we use a lot of Teams of uh, of Microsoft. So um, we our main hubs, I would say, are London and Cambridge and the okay. Northwest. Yeah, but we can pretty much work everywhere, uh, everywhere in UK. Yes. And uh, would you say that who are your typical customers? Are uh, more like the investors side of? Uh, yes. So at the moment, at the moment, I would say 70% uh, of our customers are uh, developers or residential and commercial projects. Right. right. Um, while 30% uh, are um, homeowners, which just want to um, create a fresh new design for their homes. Yeah. With uh, maybe with extensions, and um, we, we can go really a lot into detail. Uh, in designing the finishes, the fit out, choosing the furniture. Yeah, in our sure. team we have uh, we have an interior designer in our team, an architect. Uh, her name is Pamela, and she's fantastic. She right. uh, she used to work at Ferragamo, which is a really popular brand of um, uh, uh, in in Italy. Right. right. Uh, and she was doing the interior design for the Ferragamo stores. So we we have wow. an expertise on that as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, of course, as far as I understand, you work a lot of investors, as, as you mentioned. But uh, I'm just curious about something. How does it work? Someone buys a property and then they hire you, or can you provide some sort of support even before the purchase? Yes, this is a really good question. Thank okay. you for asking, Lewis. Uh, so obviously, uh, working with uh, developers and investors, uh, we always come across this this problem. Of, of investors and developers, which is, right. shall I buy or not? Right. Shall I, shall I, um, th th does the scheme I have in mind work or not with this very property? Yeah. So, um, and, and when, and we got this, uh, this question so many times that we, we created a service, um, bespoke only to fulfill this need here. Um, so with a small budget, the, 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 the investor can hire us. To do a really um, fast and, and quick feasibility study of the of the property in terms of architectural design and planning. Sure. Uh, so we usually put together a document which we call design approach, right. um, and which includes um, an initial sketch diagram of the scheme of the property to see whether uh, the property is actually feasible in terms of the scheme that the, the developer has in mind, yeah. and then we do a, a check in terms of planning of the property. So we get in touch with the council, we get in touch with uh, all the uh, local authority departments that can give us an indication whether the project can be done or not. And we do all of these on behalf of the client. So with a really small budget, without spending um, extra money to get us on site, sure, sure. 
we can do a desktop research and, and, and the client, the developer can have more peace of mind, more information uh, to yeah. take this, the decision to buy or not. Of course. It's a very, it's a very good service. Um, do you have any sort of, uh, uh, in terms of projects, in, in terms of size or budget, have you got any sort of limitations, or you work so, much? Uh, I, I, I will say, obviously, obviously uh, in, in terms of uh, limitation, I mean, it, it depends. We can always allocate more resources to the projects, sure, but sure. in general, our, 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 let's say, current uh, spectrum of construction cost varies in between one hundred fifty thousand up to. Two million okay. cost. Yeah, right. so we can do anything within that spectrum. I would say, as we stand at the moment. But obviously, we, we hope to grow in the, in the future. Of course, yeah. And uh, in terms of uh, what's what's going on in, in the world at the moment, the present crisis is that affecting your business? And uh, if yes, how is your business adapting? Okay, really good question. <laughs> we um, we obviously, when COVID nineteen, you know, um, came in uh, with with, the, with all the consequences, we were really afraid that we were we were going to be hit hard by sure. uh, the new reality, you know. And uh, but for us, somehow, it didn't really happen uh, because we we already have we already had a few uh, projects before. Okay before entering this uh, this period and uh, the majority of our clients decided to still go full steam ahead with these projects so okay. uh, actually we have to thanks uh, thank our clients to be you know really courageous in in, in this sense um, and uh, because obviously it's also true that when you have a project ongoing and you maybe are using you know region finance or uh, other types of finance which are time sensitive you yeah. just want to go ahead <laughs> uh, you have to finish SAP so we, we had a few clients in this which were in these these circumstances and, and obviously they wanted to go ahead doesn't matter what what was going to happen uh, plus uh, we we kept getting business somehow and with uh, obviously with both private residences and 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 uh, and and developments somehow so people still because some a part of, of uh, so we realized that there were two categories of of, of, of developers yeah uh, the, the the developers who got scared and prefer not to do anything uh, during this period to see how things were were moving and uh, developers who uh, saw an, an opportunity in the market. Uh, and, and and were like confident enough to uh, sort of while everyone was scared, you know, they were uh, putting maybe offers which were a bit lower than the average to, yeah, to get yeah. to get some you know um, uh, some discounts on the properties. So sure. uh, and we focused on that 50% of developers which were proactive and wanted to take advantage of this opportunity. Of course. And in terms of future, do you see any major changes uh, after the post-COVID-19? Yeah, yes, of, of course. I mean, in terms of um, COVID-19, we see that COVID-19 uh, is already uh, impacting a lot of businesses. Uh, I, I am, I'm a food lover. I, I love to eat in, uh, you know, uh, to eat out Italian, with, your yeah. friend, with my friends being Italian. You know, I, I love the experience of 
uh, going to a restaurant, you know, and trying new things and experiencing the atmosphere. So I, I'm really missing at the moment um, the, uh, the social life. The social life of especially um, tasting different foods in different places. So with our company, for example, we want to help uh, restaurant owners uh, to get their activities and businesses um, up and running again. And oh. with uh, in, in, by implementing this COVID-19 sort of measures. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I have a project here I wanted to show you. Uh, That's super. It will be amazing. Is a... Um, yeah. I'll, there you yeah. Go. So this one here is a uh, is a project we are doing uh, on for a restaurant owner, and uh, so we is is basically an initial study, initial concept on how um, how the, the 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 environment of the restaurant the restaurant can be uh, can be turned into a productive activity activity again via inserting. Uh, different measures such as these separation barriers here that we are that you see there yeah so these are some yeah. some design references so we have we have the obviously the the acrylic panels as well yeah. as oh, we, sure. have, we are exploring rice paper and fabric so these are this is the very first concept idea of how we can sort of help um restaurant owners and business owners getting back into Get shape back. and uh, yeah. increase the density of people in the in in, uh, in their um premises yeah, of course. while sti still keeping a nice style of of uh, and, and look of uh, of the space yeah of course i mean that's amazing to be honest and i think it's um i mean it's actually a good opportunity as well business opportunity i would say yeah and, yeah uh, and um, and the other thing I have to ask if someone wants to get in touch with you and uh, what is the best way to get in touch? Yeah, of course you can uh, you can friend me on Facebook. You can send me over a message on Facebook, uh, and you can uh, have a look at our website. There are a few contact details over over there, yeah. and yeah. obviously you can write us write us an email at win info at winsopatania.com. Okay, uh, Giovanni, was uh, absolutely great to have you on Coffee with Louis this morning. My pleasure. And I wish you all the best, and you certainly will keep in touch. And uh, have a great day. And you too, Louis. Thank you for having me. Bye -bye. Thank, you, thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.